don't know. I'm not sure. I think maybe I told you today that, uh, sorry, I didn't know you were going to keep fiddling around or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Just fucking around. I keep going. Um, yeah, I think I told you I watched Cobra Kai season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had watched an episode and a half like two weeks ago, I think. And then oh, season three of season three. Yeah. And then Sunday night, I put it on and couldn't turn it off. And I just, I just finished it. I just finished the whole thing. And this was after a whole weekend of watching Freaks and Geeks. We watched Freaks and Geeks start to finish pretty much over the weekend. And then I topped it off with Cobra Kai season three. So I was a, I was a potato for like three or four days. It's good. I, I need to, I really need to watch, um, Freaks and Geeks. I, I, even saying oh, that, right. I haven't. I, I, I'm like the only person right. on the planet who hasn't watched I it. Keep forget, I keep forgetting that. I know. It's you know how it is. There's like all these things that you you mean to watch and you just never get around to it. And then you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that, and you forget, or it's not on the queue of one of your usual streaming services, right? You're like, yeah. yeah, I'll get to it. And you forget. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. And then you talk about it, and everyone gives you shit about it. And then you're like, I'm gonna do that. And then you forget. And then the cycle continues every like couple months, and that's been uh, bricks and gigs. And you know it's on Hulu now, right? Yeah, yeah. So Hulu is my new um, unfortunate refuge. I do. Ha- I just hate Hulu so much. I think I hate him mostly yeah. because Abby has ads. the. Well, yeah, she has the. She pays for Hulu, and we have to watch ads. And yeah. I have this real problem with like either free or paid ads or no ads. I don't right. like this in-between zone where you get you give them money and they still give you ads. I that's not how I like this service to work. No, I I completely agree, and I think most of the free world does. But I think there's like a higher membership you can get. Membership, oh, there is. Whatever. But no. I resent the fact that there is, and it's like, oh well, I can pay you like a moron for mm, the service, but still ads. But I yeah. give you more. For the same level of service that I get on Netflix and Amazon and Disney, etc. You see, Netflix just went up. No, it's. I think it's thirteen ninety nine now. Wonderful. I think, I think they raised it again. See, well, I'm look, one the, I'm one of those suckers who pays for the, uh, you know, the extended Midwest size family plan because I want 4K. And <laughs> and for the longest time, that's been the deal. Like the only way to get 4K streaming is to have that higher plan. Which, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sorry, but like watching HD on a 4K screen just makes me angry if I know there's a 4K option. And this this is where we've talked about this. So this is where you and I are different. Like, it just doesn't mean anything yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I know. I just, yeah. yeah. So, but good to know it's going up. Again, not like I'll do anything about it. I'll just be like, yeah. No, yeah, no. I mean, they've got me. They've got me. It's just part I mean, of If I had to whittle it down, if you had to whittle it down to like one or two streaming services i would still bring it back down to netflix and honestly i think amazon i was gonna say hbo probably see yeah the problem is hbo and disney well they're they're different but they fall into the category of there's not a massive amount of content that i can just drown in 
Whereas I feel like an Amazon. Well, if you get the max, if you get the max, which yeah, which HBO is it going to be this week? Like HBO Max Plus Extra, (laughs) Super, whatever the fuck. Yeah, extra now. I'm so over it. Still paying for it, but I'm over it. Well, look, um, if I haven't said it already ten thousand times, um, this is not one of those. Hey, I kind of liked it. Recommendations. It's not one of those like, hey, you might dig this. This is an absolute 100% Ben Brown guaranteed. You're going to like Freaks and Geeks. It's a gold Fre- stamp. Fre- Freaks and Geeks is an all-time. I'm talking top five. No exaggeration. Oh, yeah. I've top heard five literally series. everyone. I've heard yeah. nothing. It's not that I've heard moderate things. I've only heard like 10 out of 10 from anyone who's ever mentioned it. And I've yeah. never read about. I've heard nothing yeah. but amazing reviews. Not just moderate, yeah. only amazing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned. I can't wait. And I don't know. Are you aware of like, it's sort of like the freshman year of a huge cast. Oh, I know. I know. The cast is amazing. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all into it. And I've I've kind of like washed away pretty much all of the series I've been watching, like new series. Like I finished wrapped up everything in the past couple of weeks. Really? uh, Yeah. My schedule is open. (laughs) <laughs> my tv watching schedule is open you know that's how it is though it's like how many different series do you want to watch especially if it's like one that has five seasons and you're trying to catch up and you're or you you know you just never watched it if you spread out one episode a week that's the rest of your year it seems like yeah but if you focus on one only and just not binge watch it all in one day but you know just keep going that that's reasonable and that's why i have a, I have a problem with like i all if i have a, a new show i want to watch I don't invest in watching it with anyone else unless they're invested at wa- at watching or invested in watching at the same uh, speed I am. So with that in mind, I mean, how do you get through anything? <laughs> <laughs> Magic. I mean, it's, it's honestly, that was a big reason it took me so long to watch Cobra Kai season three is because she has not seen the first two seasons and I don't see her plowing through them the way that, I did. I mean, all three seasons, I went. It it, it was like boom, right straight through. You know, just it's easy to. But they're not. They're not heavy. Uh, I mean, they're not. They're not very long either. Well, no. But I also feel. I feel like the ones that I, I keep thinking of recently: um, Altered Carbon and Lovecraft Country. I know they're different in uh, many ways, but they're they're just like very dense shows. It's like a very very dense piece of cake versus like a real fluffy air-filled one one episode is just like so much to really yeah. take in that it's hard to really binge those regardless of the the time well Lo- lovecraft's episodes are at least an hour right and yeah they're, they're like, like they're heavy. yeah i mean there it's a lot a lot of shit happens and it's not that it's it's like emotionally draining it's just like a, it's an experience and it's just yeah, you can't just keep watching multiple episodes back to back. You're just like, or for me, you watch one, and you're like, all right, and that's it. That's good for now. But yeah. Allison, you only had one season to go, so who knows? I am going to in the next few days. Um, I think I'm gonna give the Expanse another shot. I'm gonna. I thought about jump. that too. I thought yeah. about that too. I I looked on um, to see kind of like where they were in the seasons because I, I honestly. Once I uh, abandoned ship after season one, I think season one. Man, I don't think it was two. Somewhere. No, in we, we we both. 
I, my, my memory is that we both said after season one, that was kind of cool. Yeah, but exactly. It, not as cool as I wanted it to be and exactly. very boring. Well, then, you know, maybe we uh, we reconvene and start around the same time so we can talk about this uh, kind of a, in, in parallel. Because, yeah, I kind of, now I have to know. And if there's anything that I'm a glutton for punishment with, it's sci-fi. Like, I want yeah, well, dog shit sci-fi yeah. principle just to know. I mean, you know how many movies I've watched on Netflix or Amazon that literally the description is just something about, like, uh, a bunch of people in, like, uh, a spaceship get lost, find themselves in the middle of nowhere, come back, alien something, or the world explodes. I will watch anything with a, like, even just a light premise that was any of those words together. Yeah, like spaceship or pod or cryo-chamber. By the way, they lost, lost somewhere in, if there's... Any in any like even tiptoe around the phrasing lost in space, I'm like, yeah, in. You know what? I never actually watched season two of Lost in Space. Ooh, season two was excellent. Really? Yeah. I, to, I think it was better than one. Big words. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Michael Anasa on record. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was better than season one. And All right. it, and it, it, when it ends, you're just like, Yes, give me more. And that's when I actually just forgot about but I, I have this um kind of like method where after you wrap a season that was really good i just try to forget about the show so i don't sit wondering when the next season's coming and i think what happened was uh bbc broke me with all of their stupid schedules weird season length lengths uh it's just like sherlock you know or um what's the other one blank um uh, luther. luther thank you well, but especially Sherlock, it was like, oh, season one comes out and it's great. Season two, 75 years later, and there's two episodes. And then like, you know, a month later you get a special. It just, yeah. So after that, I have to now just forget about the show until it pops up in my radar again. I get excited. And that's kind of lost in space. I totally forgot about it until you mentioned that. Yeah, we never really talked about it. Uh, the second season. We never really talked about the second season. Yeah, you uh, need to watch it. Well, I... I might need to get through 60 hours of The Expanse first. I mean, yeah. I'm curious. I'm very curious about The Expanse now. Well, we'll see. Well, let's um, let's talk about what else you've been watching. So uh, speaking of um, watching whatever uh, is dished up in front of me with explosions, um, the other night, just out of, I don't know, curiosity, um, I watched, uh, okay, so let me, let me preface this with usually like late night, if I'm doing other work, um, I have my, uh, I have Marvel something playing next to me. Like I have my laptop on Disney plus on the iMac I'm doing work. Right. So yeah. I just keep rolling through all of Marvel phase one, two, three, um, just, you know, happily and, uh, you know, revisiting, making sure I. I know every word or one that I haven't watched in a couple of weeks. So I was watching yeah. um, Ant-Man, um, which by the way, still just so damn good. Great, uh, great movie. Great movie. I somehow forgot that um, Falcon, you know, Anthony Mackie was in that yeah. briefly, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. And I feel like I'm always warming up to certain characters at different speeds. And he's one that like definitely in the beginning, I was like, yeah, he's good. And then after I've seen uh, Anthony Mack and other things, and I've seen more of Falcon, I'm like, yeah, it's great. Now with you know the new series coming up, get pretty excited. So lo and behold, uh, 
Netflix was like, oh, well, you should watch Outside the Wire, made five minutes ago on Netflix. It's, I uh, wanted to see that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Anthony Mackie and um, uh, what's is, his uh, name? Is, Kalu- uh, is, is Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya in that? Idris? Idris? Um, no. Idris Elba? No, no, no. Dam- Damson uh, Idris? I'm probably butchering his oh. name. I feel really bad. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, really uh, it's it's fun. It's interesting. Um, yeah, you watched you 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 already watched it. Yeah, I watched it a couple nights ago. Oh, and uh, it's it was a it's a fun, interesting, albeit kind of you know expected uh, plot, but um, it was fun. Basically, the premise is like. Um, the main the main character is a drone pilot and because of basically just getting busted for fucking around i won't specify basically gets busted down to not like a different rank but like going to some training at a different base because apparently he's just not in touch with the reality of war because he's a drone pilot sitting behind a screen so then he gets matched up with um anthony mackie's uh character and they go off on some random mission that goes awry as you would probably assume that kind of thing would happen and then yada yada explosions and character arc and you know what it's kind of like um god what was that movie it was another one of those hostage movies we talked about it it was like in spring another netflix movie i forget who it had i, I know this is totally ambiguous hostage movie. oh god what was it oh, i'll get back to it but point is this was one of those movies where it was exactly what it looked like it was going to be not far better, not worse, just exactly right down the middle. It was good. It was just exactly as entertaining as it needs to be. I'll never yeah. watch it again, but I'm not mad that I did. <laughs> I like that. I like every now and then you want just a not not really gonna think too much of it. Just yeah. and I like Mackie. I, I've always liked him. He's a good he, actor. He does it really. He does a really great job in this. It. It's not. I, I hate to draw this parallel, but his character, it was a lot like um, Training Day. A lot like Denzel's character in Training Day. And not like his character. Obviously, Training Day is amazing, and his character is very layered. But it had this weird vibe of that, like with the character being like, oh, you think he's in the straight and narrow, but mm, he's not really. And then you mm. start to empathize. It's, I mean, maybe I'm trying to make a, a character arc that's not there, but it was uh, it was cool and it was shot really well. There were no eye roller moments. There were no visuals that were like, you know, phoned in with five dollars on the weekend. Like, I think looked good. If this is what Netflix is doing with their, I think what are they saying? Like every week or every month or whatever their release schedule is going to be in 21 is just some absurd number, absurd volume. If this is the the level of they're dishing out like baseline. Good on them, you know. It's yeah, fun. no, I, I like that HBO is releasing all these big movies. I know there's some that I want to watch, but uh, I had seen the trailer for that one. That that did look interesting. So now that you've mentioned it to me, yeah, I'm probably gonna probably gonna be on my on my plate. Yeah, I would um I would check it out. Um, so that's that's my one movie uh, dip as of late. Um, obviously, we're gonna talk about WandaVision. I feel like it's kind of like going to be our, our weekly WandaVision recap. Yeah. Uh, you know, since we, we had, you know, 
20 minutes and 25 minutes of credits of uh, WandaVision last week. We might as well talk about the first half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I really pretty much told you. I mean, I, you know, I watched. Oh, wait, Cobra Kai. We, we both yeah. saw Cobra Kai. Let's, yeah. uh, with, with a caveat, um, an asterisk of spoilers for season three of Cobra Kai. Let's, let's talk Cobra Kai. What do you think of season three? Um, how to put it? Uh, well, because I know you had, pro- you were kind of roller coastering on how you felt. Yeah, let's do pros and cons. Pros, sure. um, definitely still really entertaining. I mean, like I said, I watched it straight through. Didn't didn't stop at all. Much like season one and season two, like just held my attention, pulled me all the way through it. I got you know, I'm invested in the characters. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, not usually seeing exactly where things are going. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's holding my attention. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. I think William Zabka is the best part of it still. I think he's been the best part of it from beginning till now. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I I think that's one thing I was um, thinking too. Like I really didn't expect that. Like I, I I didn't expect that he was going to be, my favorite um both character and also just like really actor um yeah. in the show but like it's it's hard to avoid thinking that like he, he's great he's he is he is and i the first season i actually didn't expect that like going in when it was just um you know you're just seeing the previews and and, and this it's kind of weird to like think back to like before this show was happening like you're like you just saw the preview and it was like you're gonna see the karate kid from the bully's perspective and like because it you know this has been a thing that people have talked about for so long it's like you know really the bully wasn't really a bully like uh so you know getting past the first season there was a lot of stuff that i didn't expect like i didn't think daniel larusso was going to be as prominent of a character i thought he would just be there a couple of the kids or something right yeah, and I th- I thought it would be like this one ten part little series, and but now like we see they they clearly had some ideas about where they were going with it, and anyway, I love all the characters. It's pulled me in. I like it a lot. I've really enjoyed it. Okay, uh, the cons a uh, little bit hard to keep track of like who's mad at who. And- There's a lot of teenage <laughs> drama going on. Yeah. Um, at the same time of like the adults doing things. And I think um, season three, at least just jumping into season three though, specifically there were, there were a lot of those, you know, like, Oh, his, this person's dating this person. Now, now they're mad at this person. And you can, some of the level of that feels like the kind of slightly, yeah, you know, teen fun stuff that goes on in the first karate kid movies. Right. It, it feels like, okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense, but the thing that I, I I always find a little bit interesting is how okay so there's kids doing kids things and kids you know teenage drama, and then there's adults having adult drama, not like serious but you know enough that they're yeah. they're doing with uh, Labruso and um what's his name uh Johnny Lawrence and it's like okay, but then things get like more serious and crossover to the point where you're like. I feel like everyone would be in jail now. Like, okay, so, you know? uh, we're gonna we'll have to wait till we get into spoilers to talk about that. But I did think it was interesting 
and I feel like they've done it a few times throughout, like where there's an awareness that, okay, this is not reality. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Like, and I think it was, a, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. There was a moment in this season where it was like, okay, let's stop playing pretend. And yeah, yeah but um, we'll get to that. My probably biggest problem with it, um, aside from that, like these weird drama places that it goes um, with the, with the teenagers that, like you're I'm not even I'm definitely not as invested in them as I am in the you know Daniel and Johnny story yeah Uh, my biggest problem was probably the final episode I was I wasn't wasn't really impressed with the way it ended um I definitely thought it was going a different direction and yeah I think that's about as much as I want to say before we start actually getting into it but yeah. yeah, overall, I feel like the con is it started pretty simple and, and it's grown. The world has grown, but it has stayed true to itself. Uh, yeah. It's just gotten a little bit silly with all the teenager stories. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely feels like two thirds that one third the adult stuff going on. And, 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 the, it, and, they're the, and they're the best part. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know that I, well, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm not. 18 but like i'm not invested as much in the characters um the teenage characters because i'm like i I don't feel like they're driving the story as much as we want to believe they are yeah well that's an uh, yeah so they're like i can't tell there's like a very general theme that they're carrying about rivalries and you know the sort of gray area of like who's really to blame for you know, conflict and um, yeah, it just, it, it just waves. It just like goes kind of all over the place and it gets really messy and it gets kind of hard to follow at times. And another thing is, um, I mean, these fights with the teenagers are just insane. <laughs> like, okay. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's go into, let's just dive into spoilers. Okay. So from here forward, Cobra okay. Kai season three spoilers and just Cobra Kai season one through three. Uh, yeah. spoilers but um okay so to that point exactly the the two big ones stand out were like the finale of season two where um uh, what's his name uh, miguel uh gets like kicked off a, yeah. a railing or whatever and like falls and basically is just like dead slash paralyzed in a coma whatever and you're just like okay that's it he's he's never walking again he may not be awake again he could be dead who knows yeah and so like that was a pretty serious fight uh, for a high school fight, you know. Yeah. The one chick had a, uh, you know, like brass knuckles with spikes. I mean, like people pretty much are going to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, so and that was whatever. But like the fights were like okay, but in and we'll get back to um, Miguel's, uh, you know, miraculous, um, you know, going from Doctor uh, Doctor uh, Xavier to. Um, you know wolverine in in like a couple days but yeah basically or i'm sorry professor xavier professor doctor i guess you're doctor professor i was gonna let it go i I don't know would you still be would you be called doctor if you were professor i don't i don't do you have his phd i don't think you have to have a doctorate to be a professor so i i I think there do you think he had a phd do we know if charles has a phd I don't know, but I bet he does. 
he probably just doesn't correct people and they're like, oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Xavier is like, Dr. Xavier. <laughs> Definitely don't call him Mr. Xavier. Yeah, hey, Mr. X. <laughs> but, I, but I digress uh, aside from that. Um, yeah, so yeah, the second fight, well, the, the other, the one fight in season three where they're like at LaRusso's house and it's like 70 kids destroying their house, having <laughs> out fight which obviously it's like a goofy fight because everyone like telegraphs and and throws punches at the speed of like a snail and no one actually gets hit hard and that's they're like beating the shit out of one another though like there's a part where a man punches um like a boy one of the Mm -hmm. guys punches uh what's her name the terrible actress uh larusso's daughter yeah straight up punches her and you're like there's like dudes and girls fighting in this and yeah. like but and it was like a, it was like a gang brawl inside their house and I'm yeah. like at what point like would any remotely logical group of kids be like we're probably going to get in serious shit for this you know like they're yeah. just like brainwashed and they're thinking oh it's like a karate tournament but you know rivals okay. like this is insane yeah okay so this brings up another and again I want to be clear I enjoyed it, and I'm going to keep watching it. Oh, yeah, no, I, I love it. I, I'm just picking yeah, up yeah, yeah, things are, like, hilarious. Cause yeah, like, we're in nitpick territory here. So, but this is a thing that kind of bothered me as well is, like, what does some of the, what is the motivation of some of these people? Like, yeah. Crease, like, Crease, yeah. like, what is he trying to do exactly? Just get teenagers to fight each other? Like, yeah, it's not really clear to me. Yeah, no, I do, I do have to say, um, one thing I liked was uh, Crease's, like, uh, background story his origin story I, did, I, I didn't like that as see, much. i thought it was interesting i i didn't you know, the thing is the, i thought it was kind of cool to see that but i actually didn't care it's one of those things where, like it wasn't going to change my mind to find out oh well that's why he's such a like scumbag it, it still didn't really change my mind i was like oh so that's why i didn't really care but okay no, it, I didn't, yeah i didn't think it really added anything it no. was just like yeah he he's another person who tried to be good and merciful and something bad yeah. happened. And, but the, you know. the motivation I think is the most important thing. I think, um, you know, our, our two main leads, uh, Johnny Lawrence and um, Daniel, like they both have significant character arcs now. And I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Like they've, they've really done a lot with that, but yep. yeah, you're right with Greece showing up. I, I just felt like, okay, so he's the big bad now, but like, well, why? Like you're right. What yeah. is the motivation? What is his master plan? Like once he great. actually, once he actually like took control of Cobra Kai, I was like, what else does he and, want? Like unless he turns this into like Fight Club, where all of a sudden they're like blowing up buildings. I'm like, what? What's the next step here? <laughs> you just you, yeah. you have a tournament, like win a trophy. Like is that your your end goal? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's there's some moments where I was like, okay, I don't I don't quite get it. Or like when um, I'm trying to think. Whenever like uh, Crease and um, Larissa's wife like get into it a couple times, I'm like, again, someone's going to jail. Like, okay, so that was the moment I was know? talking about where it was like, okay, the audience sort of understands that this is a little bit cartoonish, and then the yeah. mom goes up and she's like, "Let's fucking call the police! What are you doing?" And yeah. then they kind of manage to skitter their way out of that. And... Yeah. Although, um, what's his name? Uh, Robbie, uh, who's um, uh, Lawrence's son. Like yeah. he goes to jail, and then like in the beginning of season uh, three, he's like just MIA. Like you see him like into a couple of fights, and they just never see him for like a couple of episodes. And I'm like, 
yeah. dead is just out yeah, of the well, yard. That was, another, that was another thing. I was like, why did he specific? I mean, I get that he's the one that uh, caused Miguel's injury, but why is he the only one in jail? Like, they all were, like, fighting and punching and trying to kill one another. And the yeah, one chick had a claw. She and, had a she, claw. and she wasn't a student. Yeah, she didn't like, even go to school. <laughs> again, did you even go here? I mean, come on. So, uh, okay, yeah, there's one other, one other major nitpick that I had. Uh, was and this is maybe slightly more than a nitpick. This was, I thought, a genuine fundamental problem. Uh, was and then I have one more that's more of a nitpick. Uh, was the way Hawks' turn went? I didn't think that by the that, end of three. Yeah, I didn't think that paid off right at all. No, I mean it was like you kind of figured he was going to come back around, stop being like such a douchebag, but it it didn't seem like he did it for any like monumental, believable no. reason. No, it, it just didn't feel. Yeah, it didn't feel earned. It really yeah. at all. Like, but, and they had set, they had set it up well. Like, I liked, you know, he had to break his friend's arm, and that was fucked up. And you're thinking like, there's no redemption for him, but nothing really happened. Hap- like you just said, like nothing really happened that prompted him in the moment to turn around. It was just yeah. now it's convenient for him to turn well, around. What should have happened was when he broke his friend's arm at a fucking laser tag like room. <laughs> He should have been like immediately in juvie, and then somehow met with uh, Lawrence's son, and they like, and he like talks some sense into him or something. And like, again, that would have helped the arc or something. But there were no repercussions for them basically being like a gang of like crazies running around like actually committing crimes as sub eighteen year olds, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and not even complaining. I'm saying like if if this were a a show based in reality reality but again this is a show based on like the original um you know karate kid reality right which is a little right. bit more fluff and you know what i'm okay with that but that, yes. that's funny when you think about it when you apply logic real like real life logic you're like i don't know if that would actually happen but not i, completely, I completely know what you're saying and i completely agree and yeah I, ultimately i like that it lives in a sort of cartoonish 80s world but the the that one in particular i thought that was just not the best writing because I think yeah. whatever world they're in, there should have been something more clear to prompt that. Uh, yeah. And I, just, I want to throw one more thing at you. I thought the whole time, the way this was going to end was Johnny and Daniel were going to have to team up together to fight Crease, and Crease was going to be like unbeatable. Yeah, basically and, like the end of like a video game boss when you're like one of those. Remember like the old uh, Contra games where it's like the two guys with guns running around. Basically, it's like a two-person video game. Yeah. With a big, I boss said that when when I texted you about it, I was like, I thought it was gonna be like final fight. You yeah, know? You yeah, gotta, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to have like Hagar and Guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't like that at all. And ultimately, the fight with him didn't really change. Like the, anything could have happened there, it didn't change the outcome. Like Daniel and um, no. Johnny were gonna team up at the and end. And even then, that fight was still like another one of those like. How is not how is everyone not in jail at this point? Um, <laughs> he just threw him through a window. <laughs> I know, but um, no, I think that the ending felt a lot like um, a thrown back. Remember, like we we mentioned this a lot when we saw Endgame for the first time in the theater, and that part right when um, Cap says Avengers assemble and they all start running towards each other, and you and I and I think a couple others we talked to have all said. There's, there was that anxiety, like, it's all going to go to, like, black, right? They yeah. are about to, like, fight. 
And that's yeah. kind of what I felt like happened in this. We're like, oh, here we go. And then it was like, and scene. And I'm like, uh, wasn't there more to the fight? Uh, so, that's, yeah, no, I, that's, yeah, that was, that's my feeling. Yeah, that was the exact same feeling I had. It was like, but I will uh, say one of my favorite things, though, like it, it, overall, really enjoy it. It's a great time. It's fun to watch. Uh, I, I love nitpicking stuff because because that's what we do. But um, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's what we do. Uh, but the one thing I have to applaud that I don't know has that has ever happened before, and I don't know if it can ever happen again as well. The fact that they can do flashbacks and character throwbacks in yes. the show with yeah. the same characters from the movie, which they use scenes from because it's the same people and the same character, like not just the same characters, but it's literally the same people. That is like next level stuff that you can't plan or predict. And that is just, that is so, so awesome because I... you can't have the, like a flashback. Oh, we got to find someone that looks like Johnny or we have to find someone that looks like this person. And yeah. Every single time they do a flashback, whether or not it mattered or it was cheesy, the fact that it's so perfectly integrated, and if you didn't know better, you'd think they actually shot it for the show. And then, it, yeah. like, if somehow you didn't know about the original movies, that's oh, so great. That, that I think that's perfect. one of the best things about it, absolutely. And, like, the fact that they even, like, went into Karate Kid 3 oh, yeah. exactly. in, the, in, the third, in the third season. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that is one of the, yeah, absolutely one of the Those best are the better ones. I think those are the better flashbacks because it wasn't just the like wax on, wax off original Mr. Miyagi moments. Like he got they, they went deep into Daniel's background and stuff that went down and I was like, Yeah, this is great. Or even yeah. with uh Johnny Lawrence getting his like shit knocked around by Cleese in the parking lot, I love that they brought it back. Yeah, and it, and you wouldn't there's very few movies you could have done this with. You know, like it, no, I agree with you there. That's one of the best things about it. But now that you mention it, another thing that, speaking of that, I know you're going to say the, okay. So is, I don't remember the, the guy's name that he, uh, his, his other like nemesis, uh, from, from three. Yeah. Like he teaches him some new moves and stuff. And then he used, and you know, you know, right there. He's going to use that on crease, but yeah. He didn't need to really. Like that was the thing. No, it's like no, pay off for that. He needed to be like invincible, you know. Like yeah, I was even th- well. I had a couple ideas about how it could have gone, but I, I don't want to waste any time on no, that. Just I just, thought it should have been. It should have been a bigger. It, it should have had a bigger challenge, and it should have had more meaning. Because by that yeah. point, it didn't have any meaning really. Yeah, I, I do think that his entire voyage overseas was actually a, a nice break, though. Oh yeah, you know. Um, yeah. to some extent I'm always like a little bit like do I even care about this whole car dealership business thing that they're continually referencing but it does <laughs> kind of ground it in some kind of reality I guess I think a lot of people are saying that actually I saw a few different um, comments or I read a few different reviews where they said like that's definitely the least interesting part of the show yeah it's just like it, the car dealership it just I mean like the drama with the other guy trying to buy it I'm like I and, and I also, like, the reason is, it's not that I don't care, I mean, I guess, but it's the fact that I, you see, like, their home, and you're like, mm, I just don't foresee them, like, having to go rent a trailer somewhere after 
having to sell their dealership. Like, I feel like there's no stakes uh, within a plot line that no one cares about. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, throughout the whole show, it's like there's real world stuff happening where people act normal and they use that to sort of augment like a justification for anything cartoonish to happen. So yeah. I think like, so I think like it was, it was like, we can't just say Daniel's going to go to Japan to go. Yeah. How is he going to get there? Why is he going? Yeah. There? Like there, there has to be some real world reason for him to go. Like there, he's yeah. not just going to say like, well, Miyagi took me there once and it makes sense for me to go on a walkabout in Japan right now. Like, right. So they, yeah, that whole thing was just to get him there. And it's like, I feel like that's what they're doing a lot is it's like, there's real world things that pe- people really do that yeah. take you into car- the more like cartoon world. And again, I mean, it's, we're just kind of nitpicking. I mean, yeah. I, I'm still loving it. Stuff. The, the, only, the only thing that I, th- I thought like really, really didn't go right was with Hawk. I just thought that didn't play out. Yeah. Right at all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the, I, if anything, I, I have to say that the Cleese uh, flashbacks in an effort to make his character a little more well-rounded, a little more three-dimensional, I think that's what fell flat for me because it it was like I recognized what they did and it was interesting. I don't think we needed it. I just, but I, yeah, I, I, but it, it didn't change anything for me because I'm like, again, it didn't affect his motivation, which I don't believe that I even understand. Yeah, you already had that, and you already, I think you already had more than enough sympathy for him, because you, remember he was, like, homeless, you see him as, like, a bum in the second season, it was like, I mean, I already had some measure of sympathy for him, I, I, yeah, it just, it just didn't really add anything for me. Yeah, but it was good, otherwise solid, you know, I I hope they, they continue it on, Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I read it. that they, I read they've got it written out those six seasons. Oh, cool. I mean, good. Right, but see, again, I, I honestly thought what was going to happen was they were going to team up together, defeat Crease, like only the two of them together could do it. Uh, and then I thought we were going to move on to a whole different story arc. Like, yeah, really I, I don't think that we need another full season of Cleese versus them. It just feels like dragging out an unnecessary story. You know, like, what are we going to see? Like, at most, we're going to see them open up, like, more official dojos and have one big tournament at the end of Season 4. Like, but I think that's, gonna... that's what we're getting, though, I think. <laughs> I it just seems like a lot of buildup, and they're going to they're gonna have to add a lot of, like, filler teenage drama nonsense. And I just, I feel like, again, to your point, we could have wrapped up Cleese the end of, uh, end of 3. Because, you know how it is, in almost every single movie or series especially in a series it's long-winded whenever you see a character's like surprising uh origin story that's when they're dead that's when they're going because the moment you get like oh here's what really happened and it's a big focus on them they're dead that's when it's coming up that's when their time is coming and i feel like this would have been a great example of where we saw we saw how he used to be and why he's that way and empathy and then that's when you you finish him off I'm saying to kill him, but he's like, just, he's done. That's it. Yeah. Shipped off. Jail. Actually, jail would be absolutely perfect. Because then you can always bring him back if you need him. Exactly. And, you know, they they can visit him in jail and, you know, punch him in the face when no one's looking. Like, you know, there's things they can do. But that would have been a better, appropriate end. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. But speaking of getting punched in the face, uh, that really doesn't work. Uh, WandaVision. 
Rambo get Rambo sort of she gets punched oh, by yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, can, you can I, use you can use it. You can use it. That's where my head was at, and I was like, I don't know if that really works, but okay, so WandaVision, what was that episode? Four. Four? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um I was hoping that uh, now that we've stepped away from the the situation where we think it's a sitcom and we realize it's a sitcom inside of a we we uh, re- quote unquote realize it's not yeah. really a sitcom. I know, I know. The, <laughs> the things we see show us that it's not obvious of that. Anyway, I was hoping we would get a more appropriate length runtime as a result. I don't think we are. I think we're totally boned on that one. That is just a permanent. You know what? Is, it's crazy though that like there's like ten minutes of credits. It's like twelve or thirteen. I remember I was looking at it um, in this last episode. I was like, I just, and I have to say, it's a just a personal little annoyance. And you know, there's not a lot of Marvel series uh, in this current MCU that we see, but just give us something at the end of the credits if we're gonna sit through 12 minutes of credits after 22 minutes of show give me yeah. give me something at the end strongly agree i, I think the reason tiny, little, yeah little. very strongly agree and i thought about this and i think the reason there's so many credits is because uh we are in a way kind of watching like feature film level tv oh, yeah. here so it's like i mean it's as long as you would expect it but even then i'm like i feel like feature films are even like four or five minutes of credits like mm, i don't know I, I know there's always like the main one and then you see all the, the like logos and then you see another like 20 minutes of you know credits True. i mean to your point that makes sense but even then just anyway. at the very end like just just a little a little like five second blip not like a full marvel post credit scene even just you know like wanda in the shower or something yeah this thing go hard r that's perfect uh, <laughs> show this on hbo this doesn't need to be on disney yeah uh, but uh, anyway let's get into it um this episode i thought it was it was great aside from the fact that like okay first of all we are going to talk spoilers uh because there's only right out the gate something of runtime we don't yeah. there's nothing to cover right so out at the this gate. point all of wandavision season one one through four so this just kind of confirmed it. I do love that right out of the gate, we confirmed all of the stuff that we're like, okay, this is probably it. But they didn't waste any time, which I kind of appreciated. They didn't like beat around the bush. They're like, okay, well, here's Sword. Here's uh, you know, Rambo's daughter. And- well, let me tell you what I like about that. Let me tell you what I like about that. What I like about that is now I don't know where it's going. Because remember, I kept saying, look, from the trailer, you know, either Wanda's doing this, especially if you're a comic book fan and you know about House of M and that stuff, like, Mm -hmm. you know that this could just all be her, or it's a villain, or it's some combination of both. So it's like, how are they going to surprise me? Well, there's four more episodes, and they've already kind of taken us past. They've gone there. Yeah, so now I like legit don't know. Like I really don't have an idea of where we're going, and I like that. And the, uh, yeah, and I'll just say that. Throw it back to you. Yeah, I I think that's that was one of the cool things where like all of the all of the Easter eggs and all of the little things that I was like, oh, that's that's what this is, and that's this could be that. It was like everything just pretty much got explained away, and I was like, okay, I have no idea now. Like you know, from the the beekeeper to well, granted, we didn't we didn't explain fully all of the little um, I'm trying to think the Hydra references, but then again, we know this is now completely created by Wanda. So even the references could be 
you know, just memories, uh, you know, being visualized in some way, sure. whatever it is. But it, it seems like there's nothing outside of that bubble, which we're now seeing is like that, you know, Pleasantville invisible bubble, whatever. Like nothing outside of that is influencing what's happening inside. So that takes away some of the theories. Um, but I do love, first of all, like I love that we, you know, see Rambo's daughter. And oh, actually, I take it back. One of the best parts of this entire situation was, uh, and it, no one, I don't, I don't know that I've seen a lot of people talk about this yet, but we now see even more than in, I think, what was it, Far From Home, we now have a lot of visuals of what happened the moment people came back after Stark snapped his fingers. Yeah. Which we never saw. I mean, we saw a little bit with like the high school and the band, all that, um, with, uh, you know, in Spider-Man, but it was like, we never saw, better yet, we, we saw it, but we didn't see it and we didn't see what people were reacting uh, with when it happened. For instance, in the hospital, when uh, Rambo comes back or, um, you know, her, what's her daughter's name? Um, John Blink. Maria. Yeah. When she, when she comes back, she kind of comes back like you'd wake up from a dream. So she didn't know that she was gone. She didn't wake up and go, oh, I'm rematerializing, nothing. And there was no one there when she did to witness it, right? And there's people rematerializing and no one's really seemingly like catching on yet. But everyone who does doesn't realize they did, which is a really interesting kind of mindfuck that we didn't realize was going on. I mean, you, you kind of imagine something would happen if you came back or you saw someone rematerialize. But again, it wasn't talked about. And she was like, and she talked to the doctor and said, oh, yeah, your, your mom died like however long ago. Uh, she's been gone and that we've seen the past through time coming back that whole first scene i was like this is great i yeah. i love seeing more of the real world ramifications of Endgame's fallout and See, now i'm oh, sorry real quick now we know yeah. where it sits in the timeline and that's huge oh okay. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah like we knew yeah. it was probably wanda dealing with this but now we know, like... Specific... Well, we know it was after Endgame. Yeah, but, like, we know specifically, like, where it sits. Because when, when we were only in Wanda's mind or vision, as it were, like, we didn't know really where and when it was happening. We just knew post-Endgame. Now that kind of, like, we can really slot it in hard, which I think is important. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, it goes back to why I always said, like, I just wish there would have been one movie between Infinity War and Endgame. I, I just wish they would have done that. I don't know why they couldn't do that. And isn't, uh, I think actually maybe, is Black Widow supposed, or is that supposed to be way back? I don't know. When that comes out in 2027, we'll, we'll find out. We'll I find mean, out. You know. Uh, well, yeah, I, there, I just feel like we should have seen a movie between those two. That would have, yeah. we needed to like feel that world in between. You know? Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know, I like getting a little more of a taste of that situation. So, that was cool. And then also, um, is it Cat uh, Dennings, who was in uh, a lot of yeah. the Thor movies? Bring her First in. Time, yeah. yeah, I just love that we're like... I like that. Did you notice uh, the Agent Wu uh, mm -hmm. from Ant-Man? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Actually, uh, Abby called that and she's like, can you tell he was an Ant-Man? I'm like, I think so. But I love that they're pulling in characters who weren't primary. You can call them secondary tertiary, but I love that they're bringing them in. And that's what Marvel does so well. They they world build in a way that you're just like, who would have even thought to do that? 
and it's yeah. not a big deal. They don't make it a big deal. They're not like, oh, look, who's arriving? You know, it, it just kind of happens because yeah, it, it's something accepting it's the world. It's something that like you may not even notice. It. Like you may have to be a little bit of a fan to notice, but it doesn't take anything away if you don't know. You know, no, no, but it's, it's just it's cool. You know, yeah, it just feels so much more robust. You're like we're actually watching a reality where this is happening because every time we watch any clip of any movie, anything, it all ties. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, and the entire thing was it was just a nice refreshing break, and then seeing how they set up the screen as they're watching them and her taking notes. And I think one of the notes was like, why hexagons or whatever? Like it just, it was really the detail that they went to with them watching her uh, and then being like, Oh, I'm kind of invested in the show. It's kind of funny. It just, I don't know. It just, it worked. I have a fun, um, a funny uh, uh, little um, anecdote about that. Actually. Um, Rob pointed this out. He texted me earlier and he was like, the, la- the latest WandaVision, when, when Darcy is explaining her plan to contact Wanda with the radio, she says, according to my calculations, Wanda washes dishes about once every episode. Barf. <laughs> but at that point, they were only at episode two. So what kind of elementary school calculations was she doing? Last episode, she washed dishes. So this episode, she must surely wash dishes as well. <laughs> it's true. One time's one is one so yeah that's you know she crunched the numbers you know <laughs> I, did, I thought there was a couple of little funny things there like it, yeah so she noticed that she washed her dishes twice but then also i don't know this is stupid but i just started thinking like how are they recording from that tv that's like a, and how did she know how to like convert the signal into like an analog yeah they, they did they breezed over some of that tech uh which I, I admit with a, you know, 22 minute runtime, you know, you don't have a lot of time to go into it, but, yeah, yeah. but to that point, yeah, they, they skipped over a couple steps to go from we've detected, you know, certain waves to, Hey, we're watching the show. Well, I mean, I'm being an asshole because like, I mean, no, they don't need to devote any time to that. I just thought it was kind of funny that oh, like, no, it is, it is. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Well, whatever. But like, I, I don't know how I would record TV from, from, the, from that old ass TV. No, but I, I do like um, some little things about how, like, when they cross through that um, invisible barrier, how they're they're changed uh, into, like, the era that is currently going on in your mind. Like, when the guy is crawling through the sewer and his rope breaks and becomes, like, a, a jump rope, like the old, like, chunky plastic ones that we all had in school, well, at like least some of us did, and then he's instantly becoming the beekeeper, and that makes sense when he opens up. Great, it just... And then the helicopter, hel- the helicopter changed from the uh, drone helicopter yeah, was... to another one, which is a detail that, honestly, like, if you didn't do that, I don't think it would have made a big difference, but I love that they were so precise with that continuity with yeah. them changing. Very consistent, yeah. too. Yeah, I like that there yeah. was world consistency. And then, okay, we also saw a really cool little moment where she starts to have a little bit of a breakdown, Wanda does, and she momentarily sees Vision in his, like, post-dead state. And that just kind of confirmed he's not really there, which I don't know. Of, I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that. Maybe not. But I mean, we're both I hoping have, that there's a way that he won't be gone. I have a little bit of a theory. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to have vision back at the end of this. I feel like they haven't done enough with him, but I've always had a little bit of a theory about this. You know, when he dies in infinity war, um, 
his body turns to this like dark silver gray. Yeah. Remember that in the comics, like there's a later version of Vision that looks like that. That's like sil- That's like all silver. That's true. I've, I've wondered if the idea is going to be that I, I think there's a, this is one of my theories. However, it ends, it ends with he's in that form, but he's not really like himself anymore. Like she'll say, she'll manage to save him, but it'll sort of be like at the cost of his humanity or something. Kind of like yeah. the, the reset, the, the hard reset. And it was like a, like father in um, raised by wolves. Yes. Like the hard yes. reset. He's still him, but his personality is wiped. That's what I'm wondering because I always thought it was interesting that the dead vision, the dead version of vision looked the way it looked because it looks mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it could version. be, could be uh, the one thing I'm, I'm hoping for now that we've pretty much covered all the stuff that we had as a theory in this last episode, I kind of, I'm really hoping that we touch on the parallel dimensions, multiverse situation somehow here. I, I don't know. I just feel like we've reopened the door for sword. We've explained it. I just think it'd be cool because I just, everything I'm hearing, everything I've read and everything based on, you know, existing material, it seems like Wanda's going to be kind of like the, the gateway to parallel dimensions along with uh, Doctor Strange. Well, uh, another friend of mine pointed this out to me. The next movie is supposed to be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. And, and she's in it. Yeah. Uh, so... I think there's a very strong, and all the other rumors about how this they're setting up the X Men. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think there's a really strong chance that, however, this ends, it's setting up for the new yeah. whatever the next Marvel phase is. I just want Vision to be there. You know, yeah. I don't. Want... I mean, think of it this way: if we're once we start messing with, um, you know, the multiverse, she could open up a doorway into a different version of post Endgame, or better yet, into a different version where he didn't die. And they killed Thanos, whatever. And there is Vision. And better yet, that happens. She stays there. And that's where, you know, Strange finds her. Yada, yada. Wherever she ends up is also where there are mutants. I mean, there's so many cool ways this can go. I'm just excited to see it. And I just want to see it now. Like, I, I'm, so <laughs> I'm like, I've been sitting here on my hands waiting for some cool shit to go on with MCU. And I can't wait. So I, I just hope we see something now that we've we've broken down all the doors of the stuff that we thought we were going to wait until the end of the season to see, let's see what we can go with. I mean, I, what do you think is your strongest theory about where we're going? Like, I think a lot of that. I think um, it's all, obviously it's all the reality that she's composed in her head. It's the same you know universe, same you know world we're in. But I think at the end, I just feel like she's going to have some kind of breakdown or something's going to happen, and we're going to see some multiverse. Uh, touchdown you know yeah especially yeah. with sword being involved i feel like sword's gonna have to play a bigger part as opposed to just being like a shield stand-in right now they're just like shield as cops outside of an alien event you know oh i think they brought them in for a reason i mean i think that the in i think it was the end credit scene in far from home was when samuel l jackson is on the scroll yeah yep. i definitely think that was like they're opening the door to sword is going to be a yep. much it seems like we're going to be spending less time on earth for a little yeah. bit well, yeah especially with sword being like the new um you know fortress and the new um you know team i think that's good i just hope that um that's when i kind of envision I, I envision seeing the end of this come around where we touch on the bigger world outside of the earth with sword and or multiverse uh happenings that's my guess 
No, I, I think that's I think that's a very good and guess. I also don't read anything into this uh, like other material. I do not look at spoilers, refuse to. So I could be totally wrong, uh, or I could be totally right, and I can't claim credit either way. I've yeah. watched a few of the like Easter egg videos. Just yeah, I'll like, watch those with like yeah. post episodes, but theories are theories, you know. Yeah. So either way, can't wait, and um, we're recording this on February fourth. So tomorrow. Right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Episode 5 drops. I'll probably just wake up and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted. I can promise um, you that Rob has already watched it. Or wait. No, what time nope. is it? 8.38 no. here. He will watch it at midnight. Yeah. yeah. We are on different time zones for now. Um, yes. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. 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 So exciting well, stuff. Uh yeah well I mean that's all I got that's it yeah, yeah that's that's all um well I think it's a a good stopping point I think we've um covered all important things as opposed to drawing on about you know how much Indy four sucks and Batman v Superman is terrible I mean we don't need to go into into it again tonight but next I time mean, it it is a topic that never runs out of it fuel warrants discussion again but yeah we'll save that for now good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, on that note, I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is the Martini Shot. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence!